0: Things you don't want to hear from your mechanic, your doctor, or the head coach from your t- football team. Things like looking for answers, and I thought we did that last <laughs> week, but I guess we'll
1: try again this I week. I thought we already fixed that in the car. <laughs> I thought we I, found the answers. I is want to put a pipe on that. Yeah, right.
2: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano.
0: 8.13 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Going to try to give you a roundup of all the important things happening in the situation with Israel. The counterattack that is ongoing. Israel continues to pound the Gaza Strip. Israeli fighter jets hitting more than 200 targets in areas used by Hamas. Retaliation for that weekend attack on Israel. Hundreds dead. Latest number I am now seeing. Israel reporting it's at least 1,000 Israelis dead in that initial attack. More than 100 civilian hostages taken by Hamas, among them women, children, possibly several Americans. President Joe Biden expected to address the nation at noon our time today. So lots to get through, Eric. It seems like, especially with the time change, so much changes on the ground over there overnight. Mm -hmm. And so just want to get you all up to speed on everything that is happening and, and also try to bring it home to make it matter to you. Not that this shouldn't matter to all of us on a human level, but also the for many of us, this is a faraway place, politics that don't concern us, things that we don't understand. So I'm going to try to bring it home to you on a human level in a couple of ways. Word this morning that some 300,000 Israeli troops are amassing on the border of
1: Gaza, awaiting orders. They're having the largest call up of all time for Israel. Record breaker for reservists being called up now. Even if you look at the front
0: in the war between Russia and Ukraine, I mean, do we have 300,000 Russian soldiers, like, on the front at any point in one area? And this is not a big area. If you've watched any of the network coverage, you know, they show the map. Gaza is not a big area. Right. So if you're talking about more than a quarter of a million troops amassed on that small border, indicates the potential for a massive ground assault. Several things additional to that to bring you up to speed on this morning. On that possibility of ground assault on Hamas, we spoke with ABC News White House correspondent Karen Travers And she was live with us from the White House earlier on Wisconsin's Morning News. I thought, Eric, you asked a pivotal question. And it's it's simple, but it's also really complex.
1: Well, I, I just don't know how you attack Hamas. I don't know how you go after this entity, which is integrated across a large region, not just in one spot. It's not a nation. It's a belief more than anything. It's right. It's it's an ideology.
0: It's a terrorist organization, but it's not a nation state right. that has borders. So Gaza is what it is. Hamas sort of controls that region. And they had to have seen this coming. No one in Hamas <laughs> should be surprised that Israel reacted the way it did. And their militants hide among civilians in Gaza. In fact, they're known to use human right. shields to yep. give opponents that difficult choice of do we risk that collateral human damage for mission objectives. So here's Karen talking about that. I was wondering about that, Karen. How do you
1: fight Hamas?
2: I mean, the the Israelis are taking out buildings, taking out command centers uh, that they believe that Hamas is headquartered in or working out of. And I think we've seen over the last couple of days, like they're planning, uh, I mean, what they've done with their airstrikes, and then also planning a full-on ground incursion at some point very soon.
1: Karen Travers, ABC
0: News White House correspondent, earlier with us so how do you on you Morning News.
1: How do you know who's part of Hamas and who isn't? I mean, Brandon Snyder, a veteran, our, our sports guy, he talks about that all the time when he was in Iraq. Oftentimes you didn't know who the quote-unquote insurgent was. And, and life is going on, right? And civilian populations is the,
0: is the battlefield. And I think that's a really interesting point. If we can try to understand this for what's going on in Israel and in Gaza, right? Think of us after 9-11— and, right, how do you fight al-Qaeda? That's not a nation state. It's a terrorist organization. Right. ISIS or Islamic State or, you know, any of these that over the last couple of decades we've engaged with. You know, ISIS was over multiple different nation states. They were in Syria. They were in Iran. They were in uh, Iraq. They were in other places. So, like, it's right. It's not, not old school battle lines that you know are easier to follow and to understand. So there's that, that that's happening, and it it's complicating things. Let's bring it down to the human level, too. What happened in the attack through the weekend in Israel, that's becoming increasingly clear. The videos, I mean, if you can bring yourself to watch them, it's all over the Internet. Networks are showing limited cuts, often with little warnings of, like, this is going to be disturbing if you want to keep watching. Hostages taken. This is where I hope we can all identify with what's happening. People, just civilians in Israel, including children, like, snatched. Off the street. Can you imagine? Like, it's the plight of so many families right now. They've seen that video too. Imagine seeing a loved one of yours. You're on Twitter or X or, you know, right? And here's a video, and someone you know, or maybe your child, is being snatched off the street. ABC's Andrea Fujii on that.
3: An Israeli mother who asked not to be named is pleading for the return of her sons ages 12 and 16. I want my children back home. And our David Muir, speaking with a young dad going through the unimaginable, he watched on video as his wife and two little girls were dragged away by militants. I recognized them immediately. He has not heard from his wife or daughters since, but he says her cell phone was pinging from Gaza.
0: And among the hostages, possibly Americans, not likely many, but some, Karen Travers Uh, Again, ABC News White House correspondent uh, told us this morning that the White House has not confirmed that there are American hostages as of this morning, but is concerned about the likelihood of that. Reports also this morning that Hamas is threatening to kill hostages one by one in response to Israeli retaliatory strikes. Various entities working on the possibility of getting those hostages out and in some sort of brokered deal. A Hamas spokesperson is now warning the group will kill one hostage for every Israeli airstrike on a civilian target in Gaza. But new
1: hope for a possible way forward. Reuters reports the Gulf nation of Qatar is in talks with both sides to potentially swap Israeli hostages held by Hamas for the release of Palestinian women and children currently held in Israeli prisons. I j- a Hamas spokesperson... I j-
0: Right? What, like it's a PR job? Yeah. Like what you applied for that? Right. So then we have Iran. And Iran, an enemy of Israel, accused of supporting Hamas, Hezbollah as well, another East terrorist organization. The White House insisting so far there's no evidence of direct involvement from Iran. But again, on that earlier point, Eric, of, you know, how do you trace the money? How do you... How do you know who's supporting whom? What was the headline that we saw today? Iran now backing off of its original celebrations. Yeah,
1: Tehran was saying, hey, hey, we're not behind this. Hey, don't look at us. Like, because there was some celebration uh, from Tehran earlier. And I think once all eyes started to focus on them, they're like, hey, no, we're just, we're just saying good job. We didn't say we did anything. With
0: As the U.S. moves a carrier group right. into the eastern Mediterranean right, to provide at least what this point is, quote unquote, support operations. We did ask Karen directly about that. Do you, do, you know, is the White House planning to, unlike the the war in Ukraine, could we see American fighter jets bombing Gaza? She said, no, that's not being talked about at this point. This is support. This is also more of a deterrent to keep right. Iran out of things. Some lawmakers already set to act on Iran, nonetheless. Justin Finch from ABC on that.
1: President Biden will speak this afternoon about the conflict as lawmakers respond with condemnation and pledges of support. Senator Lindsey Graham even threatening to target Iran's oil infrastructure. The White House says there is no direct evidence tying Iran to Saturday's attack.
0: So further complicating this, too, is the criticism that the Biden administration is overly cozy with Iran. It was the recent action by the administration to unfreeze a massive amount of money in Iranian assets, and that needs to be further investigated. I asked Karen Travers about that. Uh, Karen, one other thing, there are criticisms of the administration for the recent deal to unfreeze that $6 billion in Iranian assets in that swap for U.S. prisoners, that it could have emboldened Iran and thereby Hamas or others to carry out this attack. The White House pushing back on that, saying the two events are not connected.
2: And the White House, you know, for now is saying that that money has not been moved yet. The money has not been released and it has not been touched. It still remains in a bank in Doha or an account in Doha. And the White House insists that the revenue can't be used by Iran for anything else other than humanitarian purposes. That there's going to be strict oversight on it. The criticism, the question that still remains, and we'll see if we can get this today when we see uh, more White House officials today doing briefings, if Iran knows they have money coming in. For humanitarian purposes, as part of this deal, do you shift money to other purposes elsewhere? And that's been the big criticism from Republicans on this. In terms of Iranian involvement of this, the White House is still saying this morning that there is no direct uh, evidence of that at this point, but still pointing out that Iran has been broadly complicit in the past with their history of support for Hamas.
0: Yeah, and on the issue of the money, right, what she's saying is some of the criticism is like, okay, this is an accounting difference, right? If you have, say, all of a sudden, $500 extra in your grocery budget. You're going to spend that money? That doesn't mean you are necessarily are planning to spend it on groceries. That means that right. it's freed you up could, other yeah. money that was in the grocery budget that now we move over into the car you. repair budget. So just because that $6 billion hasn't moved or hasn't been, quote-unquote, touched for its humanitarian purposes doesn't mean that Iran is not looking at that like a pot of gold where they can then use— other monies they already have for expenditures to fund terrorist activity Again, no direct evidence that that has happened but that stage or that frames the criticism there for you so we have the increased toll on humanity unfolding and a little bit more clear this morning you have what possibly could be a massive ground assault on gaza forming on that border and you have the president speaking at noon today 8 23 on wisconsin's morning news 827 on Wisconsin's Morning News, the Tuesday after another primetime loss for the Packers. Things you don't want to hear from your mechanic, your doctor, or the head coach from your t- football
1: team. Obviously, searching for a little bit of answers right now. Oh, um, I don't think. I want
0: to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> there was more? What, uh, sure, I'll, I'll hear uh, the rest, okay, I guess. No.
1: Um, I think this week will give us an opportunity to kind of go back. You know, I thought we did that over the, the mini-buy, but we, we got to we got to find something to get us going to jumpstart us.
0: Dang, I mean, I don't disagree with them, and I'm not saying fire the coach or anything of like that. But just, you do not want to hear that from the head coach of your football team. Things like looking for answers, and I thought we
1: did that last <laughs> week, but I guess we'll
0: try again this I thought week. We
1: already fixed that in the car. <laughs> I thought we I, found the answers. That's <laughs> when I put a pipe on that. Yeah, right, right. You know what? You know what we did. You blew a we, gasket. I'm pretty sure I had that already taken t- You care took of. the car to the shop, right?
0: Here's what we found, right? You need a new Johnson rod or whatever sure. <laughs> whatever Costanza yeah. said it was. So we replaced the Johnson rod. You should be good to go. All right, you pay him $1,000 or whatever it was. You pull off the lot. Two days later, it's still making the same noise. You're like, that is not what fixed it. Back in the can. All right, well, we'll go back underneath and see what else we find.
1: <laughs> is that what happened? I guess, yes. Yes. Well, we- I think the kicker on it is, for as badly as some of them played, Jordan Love had a rough game, obviously. Which, yeah. by the way, is expect. He's he's a brand new quarterback. This is what happens. This is what happens. Get okay. rid of them. Fire them all. Um, but like, Raiders gave them every opportunity yes. to win that game.
0: That's what's crazy. For as I don't want to say, well, yes, for as poorly as our team has performed. We've been in a position to win two more of these yeah, games. Right. Got boat raced by Detroit. That was, we, we got beat by a much better team, mm-hmm, much more mm-hmm. complete team. They're further along. Okay, fine. I'll take that. But the other two were there. Yeah, could have had them. Could have had them. Tausch brings it up. Like, think of, and every football game is, is a collection of individual moments, right? So he looks at that last drive, and Tausch brings up the two drop passes. He goes, imagine if this pass gets completed or this pass gets completed. Like See, what kind of pin would have done? I, right, but you're right, breaking it but...
1: down to, like, two spots. Yeah. Two, three plays. And then and you're three and two. Imagine if you didn't just throw it right at the linebacker. <laughs> right into his head. Here, have the ball. He, he would have struggled to get out of the way of that. <laughs> right? it, was like, it was
0: like he was trying to hit him. Right? Oh, boy. But, but right, think, think of how differently everything would set up, not just for today, because now we have the bye, which is terrible. See, I, I hate I, no that... Packers on Sunday. Going into that buy at three and two, like, hey, we didn't play our best, but we're searching for answers, but we're still three and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we found a way to get it done.
1: Way to go, fellas. Nah, how differently we would feel today. I, you know, about everything. I I have we complained enough about this silly schedule situation. Terrible. <laughs> so it's driving terrible me crazy. schedule. It's been now three weeks without a Sunday game, right? Yeah. Or two. It, w- it, will, it will be, be three. three.
0: That's all right. Like I don't think we have to worry about the Packers appearing on prime time. A lot more this season. Oh, stop it. We're going to get flexed out of whatever we have left. You don't know that. I do know that. Now now I'm off. Now I'm now I'm sad. I, what, two weeks ago I said we were going to make the playoffs. Now, hold on. That's still a possibility. Remember you, where we were two weeks ago? Hey, Packers look kind of okay. Like Jordan Love might be ahead of where we thought he would be. You know, like I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl, but then Packers look pretty
1: good. Brewers <laughs> are going to the playoffs. And then came six interceptions. Burr, and the Brewers out in two. It's amazing how things can change. Otherwise, how's your day? 831
0: on Wisconsin's Morning News. I mean, it's not...
1: Well, it is a bad idea, but... Yes,
0: it's a bad idea. You understand,
1: maybe. Oh my goodness, all
2: right. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I smarter than you?
1: All right, the latest in artificial intelligence. I'm telling you, there's, there's something new every day, changing... Trending, if you will. AI-powered virtual companions okay. are on the rise. What were those
0: little pets you could have? Like the little dog, you know, it was like a oh. size of a keychain or whatever.
1: And it would actually beep and you needed to feed yeah. it and do things with it. It was like a Japanese-sounding game. I know what you're talking about. I can't know. Uh, so this it in. is that, like, at a whole Kinda. new level. Kinda. So you use an app. And there's one that's very popular right now. It's called Replica. It has more than 10 million downloads. It lets users create AI-powered digital companions to serve as virtual friends, partners, spouses, perhaps. So you text back and forth. You can even video chat with these virtual companions that you create. And as an AI, video chat with what? With who? With who? What entity? Go on the website. You can shoot. Well, I mean, some AI, as we get there, you can create it. We've seen it. We've seen AI models. Okay, yes, that's right. So anyway, if you go off of that, like, basically, you conferring and chatting with this AI companion, eventually it'll become the perfect companion for you because it'll blend and hone around whatever your likes, your dislikes are. And it'll talk to you and do whatever you want it to do.
2: Ha ha ha. You're so funny. So right now, what they have found.
1: <laughs> I kind of like where that's going. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, what, right now, what they have found is that definitely more men are interested in the AI yeah. companions than women. Okay. Uh, and they're finding more loneliness because of men in that way as well so more men jumping onto the sites
2: yes please tell me more about your fantasy football team
1: and, for example right and there's a little bit of concern about it because the more you're doing things by yourself the epidemic of loneliness that you're seeing a young uh, uh, amongst young men has some psychiatrists and others a little concerned but the idea of having these virtual companions believe it or not may sound silly but very real Very real.
2: I can't wait to meet your mother.
0: (laughs) No, that's a perfect parking spot.
1: (laughs) I really like how you park the car.
2: I'm not nagging you. (laughs) So
1: where does it go from here? I think you're going to see more and more people buying this type of stuff. I mean, it's like the movie Her... Which had Joaquin Phoenix in it. It's like 10 years old. It's a phenomenal movie just because it's actually a really interesting glimpse in what the future looks like, not that far from now, where this guy basically falls in love with the operating system that he has on his phone, where he's busy talking to his phone all the time. Here's the same thing you get your dopamine effect, you talk to whatever your companion is. They even have examples of a woman falling in love with her AI companion where she was chatting with the AI companion telling it how she's planning on leaving her husband. And the husband found this on the phone. Who are you talking to? And here it was just... What do you mean, like, leaving to where? Well, right, yeah, right? You're happiest with this companion that will talk to the way that you want to be talked to, right?
3: Sorry,
2: are my hands cold?
1: (laughs) Tamagotchi was what we were looking
0: for. Ah, okay. Text line coming through on that one.
3: Incidentally, it's not the cheapest thing in the world.
0: Is it pretty? Oh expensive? yeah, you were bumping around on the website yes, today for yes, research we're purposes. We should out. point out
3: exactly yeah. um, for one month it's nineteen ninety nine. For twelve months, it's five eighty three per month, and then a lifetime you get billed once. It's three hundred dollars. Ooh,
0: for a lifetime? You almost, for a lifetime? You almost have to though. What's Debbie? your prenup look like?
2: <laughs> 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 five hundred bucks. You're good. Bullseye. Eight
0: forty four on Wisconsin's Morning News.
2: Stop laughing.
0: 847 Wisconsin's Morning News. This is a show that Susan Kim would call meaty. That was her thing when we had a good show on TMJ4 when we were anchoring all those years together. Right, she liked a show that was meaty, full, packed full of nutrients and such. Protein. Have, have we had a meaty show today? There's been a lot of iron. Been a little laughing. There's some, been some packers and some world politics and mm-hmm, things. hmm a little bit more meat for you right now. A couple stories. I got to pick it up here because we're coming up on the end here, and there's stuff I want to pass on. U.S. political landscape this morning. Battle for House Speaker shaping up. House getting set to return to business officially tomorrow. More on that in a moment, though. First, a couple updates on the 2024 election. ABC's Andrea Fujii.
3: A new curveball in the race for president. I'm here to declare myself an independent candidate. <laughs> Who dat? Robert F. Kennedy Jr. leaving the Democratic Party to run as an independent. The other shakeup in the race comes on the Republican side. Former Texas Congressman Will Hurd dropping out and endorsing Nikki Haley.
0: All right. Kennedy first, Haley second. Bobby Kennedy's son, RFK Jr., environmental lawyer, outspoken critic of vaccines, critic of President Biden, wanting more attention from the Democratic Party, even suggesting the opportunity to debate the sitting president I'm look I'm a primary challenger why aren't I getting a look over here So that's kind of his thing he's fed up now waging his battle as an independent Despite the Kennedy family Democratic legacy, of course, a little bit more from Andrea Fujii on that and family reaction.
3: He says both major parties are trying to silence him. However, his family is calling his candidacy dangerous regardless of his affiliation.
1: Yeah, OK, so <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> he is. Uh, thank you,
0: family. Not invited to Thanksgiving at Hyannisport this year. Debate over who that hurts more, really, Republican frontrunners or President Biden. Maybe,
1: I don't know that it moves the needle at all. Do you? I mean, he'll siphon some votes if he gets on all the ballots, but whether or not that takes some from from Biden versus likely Trump... Also not moving the needle in the presidential race.
3: Former Texas Congressman Will Hurd dropping out and endorsing Nikki Haley. An average of polls from 538 shows the former South Carolina governor making inroads after her debate performances. Haley is now in second place in New Hampshire, three points ahead of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis.
0: So not to discount uh, Governor Haley's progress in these early primary states. That is a story to watch. Remember, we see we see national polls all the time. Right, but national polls don't really matter. Primaries and the caucuses are state by state races. Still, a boatload of Republicans vying to be the alternative to former President Trump in the GOP race. Uh, but Haley is gaining ground. But a guy who no one ever heard of, who can't make even the debates, but
1: dropping it, out. I, you're right. But at the same time, the fact that he's picking her, that okay. says
0: something. It does. His 17 votes now behind her, not significant, but
1: (laughs) But no, no, you're right. Could have picked anybody else in the field. I'm throwing my my weight behind DeSantis. You usually put your weight behind the person you either owe something to or the person you think is going to win. This evening, Republicans are going to continue chatting
0: about what happens tomorrow as the House will officially reconvene without a speaker. Some rumors that there's a reinstate Kevin McCarthy movement. ABC's Andy Field reporting that does not appear likely.
1: Longtime House Republican Daryl Issa would have preferred Kevin McCarthy keep his job, but he doesn't see anyone who voted him out giving him the seat back. The eight who voted and said they would never vote for him haven't changed their mind. Uh, There really is only one way to get to 217, and that's with a candidate that can do it. So far, neither top candidate, Jim Jordan or Steve Scalise, has that many votes. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington.
0: So you heard Andy Field mention the two congressmen who said they're going to run for speaker: Congressman Steve Scalise, Louisiana; Congressman Jim Jordan, Ohio. Ohio.
1: McCarthy, he says he's still not done yet for sure, for sure after what happened overseas this past weekend. And he'd
0: need Democrats then, a handful of Democrats to get on board with him, which they were unwilling to do the
1: last yeah. time around. Don't know if he was saying that for real or not, but he did indicate he may be interested in. Throwing Maybe he the name wants to play a little spoiler now.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I like me now. Republicans also they are already were meeting last night to begin laying out the battle for speaker and the guy who started it all Florida Congressman Matt Gaetz uh, may rally his mini caucus to get behind one of the two aforementioned Scalise or Jordan.
1: I think we have two great folks running for speaker and Jim Jordan Steve Scalise if either of them were to get a majority of the vote in the conference. Uh, that's who I would be supporting on the floor.
0: I don't know, but Gates is not to be trusted about anything. So who knows what he could do, <laughs> right. right? Republicans I'm sure he's loath- going to ask for something. Loathed to hang their hats on that. Exactly. Yeah. Unanswered question as to whether any Democrats would get behind any of these candidates as well. Official House business on the floor tomorrow.
1: Eight fifty-two. Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ W two seven seven CV and WKTI HD two Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good Karma brand station.
0: WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Not bad. It'll be mostly cloudy today, though breezy. Oof, windy yesterday. Chance of sprinkles today. High of fifty-seven, and then partly cloudy tonight with low down to forty-three. We're hovering around fifty degrees here in Milwaukee. We got a text on the old National Bank talking text line that was clearly not not intended for us, which happens sometimes. Everybody's
1: missed texts. So they'll send text to us, but then another text will get sent, meant for someone else. That's really for us. Yes. Sometimes there's pictures included. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, inappropriate? <laughs> no, this one's not inappropriate. Oh, okay. As I've gotten those, not, just not recently, but I have gotten those. We just out of nowhere here, like
0: uh, eight forty-six tomorrow night would be better if that's okay. <laughs> All <laughs> right. right. Where are we going? Right. Oh, I'm actually busy tomorrow night. Oh. <laughs> Adam. What if? I told, I told Eric I'd give him a dollar if he would write back, send pics.
1: No, oh, I am not going to do that. <laughs> That's do a dangerous. dangerous way. I'll dangerous give you two dollars. Never. <laughs> I dare you. A triple dog dare you. Hey, so the good news, Steve, is that at least Jordan Love competed. Yeah. That's what the, it's a season of low expectations. I, 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 what people think I'm going like, to be so angry. The only person I really direct any fire at is Matt LaFleur. This team has not started a game. In any sort of a high at a high level, all seasons. Like, what's the what's the week of practice about? You seem like you're ill prepared for the games you're playing. And it, and I coined I don't know if this is my term or not a lack of situational awareness. You had a chance to prey on this weak secondary of the Raiders. Most of their passes were like four yards or less. That's a that's a head coach who calls the plays who has no clue what he's doing. So a little tough love for Matt Lafleur. Jordan Love will be fine. He's a, he. He's doing what a, a rookie does, essentially for a first-time guy in the field. Agreed. So I'm Agreed. not going to go crazy about that. What are, What are you going to go crazy
0: about, Matt Lafleur? Other things. Okay, you've
1: had enough years first. to figure it out. If you're the <laughs> If you're the offensive guru here,
0: what are you doing? I like. I, I said to Eric, like things you don't want to hear your mechanic, your doctor, or the head coach of your football team say.
1: Obviously, searching for a little bit of answers.
0: No, I don't want you searching hey, for answers. Kind of right. your job. Right? You should have the answers. <laughs> what? Please. <laughs> right. News is sponsored by Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Retire well with Kowal.